namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa buddhang dhammang sankhana sami So just a few ideas before we get rolling. Um, my lung infection is now just moved to a normal cold. And I was just watching perception how I had so much phlegm in my lungs. I was coughing it up and all the rest of it. How a cold is actually pleasant. You know, the idea of perception that, that it's somehow absolute. Not that I don't hope it goes away, but the capacity to actually notice your perceptions, your likes and dislikes and not react to them is quite a, quite a state of freedom. So, I don't know if I'm overstating it, but I'll go through that same model of establishing mindfulness that I find helpful, because if you don't establish right mindfulness and you already have a agenda of trying to get something, or you're not awake, you're not noticing, then the practice is, uh, is wrong from the start. So remember that your real home is conscious awareness, full conscious awareness, that's your real home. When you take, a, when you take refuge in a false home like uh, worrying thoughts or fantasies, that always leads to dissatisfaction. So the capacity to actually notice thought is thought and, and not be the victim of those kidnappings, that's quite a strong capacity to, to, to be present. And the way you do that is by making the intention to return to the awake mind, if you understand that. If you make the intention to get rid of thought, which can be quite insidious, you just think more. So it's learning to come to uh, full conscious awareness of the way things are, just as they are, before you comment on them, before there's any kind of discussion of them or, or description of them. And that's what I try to do in these meditations, and I introduce them, so listen to sound, and try to, try to do that in a way where, where it's, it doesn't really matter what sound it is, and, and you don't have to comment on it. There isn't a need to understand it in any way, because that very awareness is understanding, it's this way. And then again, I ask you to toggle back to, say, the hands and just move back and forth and get a feeling for awareness being neither the sound nor the body, but that, that kind of space which knows that. And then from that, get a feeling for that. Now that's your real home. That's your refuge. That's where peace lies. And then see if you can sustain that awake mind for long periods of time. And the, 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 the task, you have to choose the object. You have to figure out how to do that. And then as you choose the object, make, make quite deliberate what you're choosing. Use a breath, a body awareness, or a mantra, or whatever. So uh, some people just take a phrase. I used to use, on the in-breath, infinite patience. On the out-breath, boundless compassion. Did that for about a year. Just infinite patience, boundless compassion. And I just used uh, two phrases and combined them with my breath and just tried to be present to that. So the exercise can be very simple. Counting at the end of the breath 
but the main thing is is to always reawaken to the way things are rather than trying to get something else again and again. So the hindrances you face in that way are, are usually dullness and restlessness. So you, if you have discomfort and pain, then your reactivity would be uh, shifting around, looking at the watch, not being patient. So if you can, if you can take something neutral, like take, take uh, sound, and then take something neutral of the body before it, it becomes painful, and establish what awareness is, then when you start to feel discomfort in the body, see if you can just be full conscious awareness of discomfort as discomfort, rather than the reactivity around it. And you'll find that sometimes you can do it, sometimes you don't, but you'll find that the peace of the mind is still there. If you feel discomfort and then you try to hold your posture in a kind of fierce way, then that won't make you peaceful. It'll just keep your body there, as it were. So pain or discomfort can be very instructive, but then when you have to move, you move. You just, you just do it. It's not a problem. But discomfort is particularly interesting because when it arises, it's not really such a painful thing, unless it's a stab pain. You know, it's not really something big. And it's a very interesting way to look at craving, the abandonment of craving, because the craving mind wants to get rid of the, of the discomfort. But now you can train yourself. Oh, what is discomfort really like before I make a comment on it? And if you do that, your, your mind always kind of moves back to the awareness or, or, or the awareness becomes uh, dominant rather than the, the, the physical feeling. So those are exercises that help me a lot. And then I might pick up a theme like the breath or the heart chakra or whatever, but, but it seems to me that the first sort of take on it has to be right if it's wrong. So if you sit down and you already have an agenda, I'm going to like you get like anxious, oh, I've got a lot of pain, a lot of pain's going to come this sitting, you're already anxious, you don't see that, and you're anticipating that you're not aware. Or you had some experience uh, earlier in the day, last week, whenever, and it was very blissful, you start to anticipate that, you're not aware. But if you see anticipation, so if, if let's say, when uh, I've done those Mr. Goenka retreats, I think many of us have, and they do this maximum determination, where they say, you will not move for one hour. As soon as he said that, I'd get tense. Because the anticipation that when the pain comes, I can't move, I'd get tense. But if I can see that, oh, anticipation, full conscious awareness, that anticipation doesn't have any power over me. It's there, and it recedes into the silence of the mind. So we try to keep track of every mind moment, every type of mood, every type of emotion, and see it arising, ceasing, rising, ceasing, rising, ceasing. And then when we kidnap, we want to just remember to return to the awake mind. And kidnapping is just a, or being uh, grabbed by thoughts and things. That's just a natural condition too. It's okay. But the more we make our intention to notice the gap between thoughts, the more we make the intention that awake mind, that becomes more dominant over time. So it's a, a training to be that way. Okay, so let's just, you know, just go through those ideas. I hope I'm not overplaying them, but I find them helpful. So if you're sitting on a chair, what I found is that I have really long legs, so I needed to actually raise the seat so that my pelvis was higher than my knees. So like if you think when we sit on the floor and we have a, a zafu under us, then our pelvis is tilted forwards. 
and that opens the hara and opens the chest. So if you're if you're experimenting with a chair and you're very tall, you might just consider maybe putting another cushion on the chair or whatever. But if it's not a problem, don't worry about it. But anyway, tilting the pelvis forward is very helpful. So how is it now? So make make conscious this moment. I let go of thinking. I just make conscious, let this moment be what it is. Now, feel your hands. And notice the kind of language. Allow the feelings in the hands to become conscious. So awareness has a kind of spaciousness and a kind of welcoming quality. And as you allow that, then the feelings and hands become conscious. So you're not going in there trying to make them something that they're not. Full conscious awareness. Bring your attention to your face. Feel your mouth. Let the feelings in the lips, in the tongue, in the uh, teeth, palate, all of that, let that become conscious. So there's no agenda of getting anything. It's still presence with areas of the body. Become conscious of your ears, the external structures and the inner ears. Let go of thinking. conscious awareness. So it doesn't really matter how sensitive the ears are, just allowing that to be what it is. So you might not feel anything, but it's all right. Then that's the experience. Bring attention to your nose, bridge of the nose and nostrils. Let those feelings become conscious. So the localization stills your mind and the observation keeps it attentive. Bring attention to your eyes, the eye sockets and the eyes themselves. Let that become conscious. Let go of thinking.
Bring attention to your forehead. And begin to notice that we can move our local attention around the awareness. It's always sort of bigger than everything. It just knows. It's the same awareness. Feel the top of your head. Feel the back of your head. Now feel the whole head. Now you're noticing things as they are before you conceptualize head. So it's not a thought, it's just this experience. So let all the feelings become conscious. Let go of thinking. Allow your attention to abide with this. Nowhere to go. Stay in the present. Feel your neck, the throat, back of the neck. And if you're sleepy, then notice your chin drops to your chest. Keep your chin tall. Let go of thinking. Feel your shoulders. Let the feelings in the shoulders become conscious. Feel both arms down to the hands. So the object of awareness is not important, it's the full conscious presence that we're cultivating. The object points to that. Feel the chest area. Let that become conscious, the ribs, the lungs, the skin. So at each location, allow your attention just to settle there. And then the mind allows whatever to become conscious. Feel the abdomen, abdominal area, stomach, intestines, kidneys, liver. Just kind of wait for it. Be very present to it. Let go of thinking.
Feel the pelvic area, pelvic bones, and the organs in that area. Feel the hips. And the thighs, knees, all the way down to the feet. Feel both legs. Let go of thinking. Now feel the whole body, whole body awareness, and allow all the sensations just to be what they are, become conscious. And this isn't a thought or an idea, it's the visceral experience. Let the body become conscious. Fully aware, let go of thought. Locate any feelings of breathing in the body. Might be chest, stomach, throat, nose, wherever, wherever you feel the in-breath and out-breath. Let that become conscious. So you're localizing attention with full awareness. Let the breath become conscious. Now trace a whole cycle of breathing. Full conscious awareness for one entire in-breath. Notice the change from in to out. One entire out-breath. Notice the change from out to in. Full conscious presence, let go of thinking. Keep your body tall, awake. Now try to sustain full conscious awareness for 10 breaths. So at the end of each out breath, count one and then two. If you lose track, start again.
So that's the, the principle. You establish full conscious awareness, let go of thought, sustain it through attention on an object, or just sustain it without an object. So experiment. See how that works. Keep letting go of thought. Coming to the present moment before you define it. Keep letting go of thought. Thought's natural. Don't get rid of it, but just don't give it priority.